It's the afternoon cruise, and I'm hanging out with one of my favorite people on planet Earth and certainly one of the greatest St. Paul residents of all time, Paviel, who's got a show coming up on Sunday. She'll be taking the stage over at the Parkway Theater and also sharing a new documentary about the making of her latest record, Sovereign. Paviel, thank you for taking time out of your very busy schedule to chat with Jazz88. Thank you for having me, Sean. It's an honor. Now, it was about a year ago, I think, the last time we talked with microphones in front of us when you were putting out Sovereign. Was that like May of 2021? When did the record drop? Uh, September. It's almost a year. Okay. Isn't it crazy? <laughs> okay. September t- uh, 19th or 17th, one, two. Yeah. <laughs> and you did an outside show at Ice House, very well yeah. received. And now we can do more indoor shows. And now you're celebrating a documentary about this recording, this album, mm-hmm. and also playing. It's happening at the Parkway Theater on Sunday, Doors at 6, show at 7. I got everything right? Yes, you do. (laughs) All right. Now, uh, this is a record that sounds like it was an uphill battle to make. You said courageous things. You say powerful things. You say personal things, but you also say sort of universal truths about things that you believe need to be different in the world. Why, with all that stress, also add a camera crew? (laughs) Uh, Because it was super easy. It was like... um, I was a Drome winner, a Drome Artist Grant winner, uh, and that's for the first year. What I decided to do was just be, just just do something audacious because I just felt like I could do it. I've been around the music industry for long enough, and I was like, I can do this. I can executively produce and produce an album. And so um, there was just something about it. Like I've watched so many biofilms and and documentaries and stuff that in my mind it was just like everything is good, but you need somebody to to take footage of this yeah. and to note what you're doing um, so that, you know, young young women my age and young people my age can have that representation and see somebody launch out and do something that is bigger than them and they don't necessarily know how they're going to do it, but they get it done. Yeah. Um, you know, and just showing the planning and the work and all the things that people don't see us do to really maintain uh, our artistry. You know, so it was just like, yeah, let's let's, you know, let me let me ask, uh, you know, some folks that I work with if I could just get a camera, you know, and then, you know, they just kind of sent Peter Myers (laughs) (laughs) and Peter Myers was like, hey, I would like to, you know, be the person that documents this film. And we sat down and I talked about what the album was about and you know it was 2021 so I was telling him it was like I'm chronicling my journey through 2020 and all the things that happened you know with the racial upheaval George Floyd and um Breonna Taylor and just all the different things the pandemic and all these different things I was like this is a testament to that and I would like to just show people what it is and what we do you know show my relationship with the fellows in my band Mm um and just you know, give people that that in-depth look because I don't do that often. <laughs> well, lifting up the hood and getting that in-depth look is pretty incredible. And it's very cool that you'll be sharing that with the audience at the Parkway Theater again. This is on Sunday, August 7th, this Sunday, Doors at 6, Show at 7. Now, the proof, though, Paviel, is in the pudding. So I love that folks can see what happened behind the scenes. But the actual main event, the album, is stunning. I think it's your most exciting work, certainly, in my opinion, your most ambitious work. And I want to play a track from it before we talk a little bit more more. Uh, the tune that I was most drawn to thinking about the jazz audience and being here on Jazz 88 uh, was Emergency. Before we press play on this tune, and we will talk more about the show, do you got anything to say about that song or how that came about? Yeah, Emergency was, uh, Sovereign is a story uh, that starts at me feeling like 
I am going to explode. Like the everything around me is just too much. And so emergency was the point where I looked in the mirror one day in real life and I did not know who I was looking at. And that was the basis of that song. It was like talking about how that made me feel and calling on the wisdom of my mother and father who's passed away and trying to connect with my ancestors to to step into my life again and be back to myself. Well, it's beautiful music. Let's listen to it. This is Paviel doing Emergency off of her record Sovereign and the show is happening on Sunday at the Parkway Theater uh, with a documentary about this album as well as a live performance from Paviel and her incredible Band. It's Emergency on Jazz 88. You're hanging with the Afternoon Cruise, and I am with Paviel, an incredibly gifted vocalist and a pillar in the community of the Twin Cities. And certainly, as a fellow St. Paul resident, I am so proud that we share this city and that I've had the chance to follow your career. And Paviel, it's been on a seriously, I, I want to say uphill trajectory. I know uphill sounds hard, but what I mean is you're getting famouser and you're doing more incredible things. I'm sure famouser is not a word. <laughs> But look, I see you and you are in different parts of this country playing with different orchestras. Um, You have this ability to bring yourself into these spaces that I think oftentimes might be hostile to a younger black woman, Mm -hmm. perhaps hostile to somebody who wasn't graduated out of conservatory and knows exactly where every single cliff is supposed to land. But because of how incredible the work you do and frankly, how much you connect with the people you work with, uh, you've really you've really had this incredible path to connecting with all these amazing orchestras. Um, how did that get started and how is it feeling for you? Uh, it got started in 2018. Um, I kind of just waltzed my way into <laughs> St. Paul Chamber Orchestra. <laughs> I'm Paviel and Yay! we're going to make we're going to make something about my mother. Exactly. <laughs> okay. We have mutual friends. They told me to contact you. <laughs> yes. And so uh, Liquid Music uh, was being retired at that point because mm-hmm. um, that's what I was really trying to go at. I was trying to do like more of a pop thing um, and, and bring my band with or merge the band with the orchestral sound. That was the original thing. Um, and then they were like, well, hey, we have a, a thing going on called Tap Streets, celebration about home and St. Paul and all these other things. And they were like, what do you think about when you think about home? And I was like, my mom, you know? And so I just, it, the thing wrote itself. I, I think just the fact that, that they trusted me and provided me with people who were, you know, very versed in this work to help me be able to manifest my ideas. Um, I just felt so like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. And it wasn't like this imposter syndrome or anything. It was like, no, I've been writing music since I was 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I do. You <laughs> cannot deny the work, even if I'm doing it on GarageBand through a MIDI, through a keyboard, and I'm playing all these instruments. It, it The world, this is the world inside my mind. Um, so it just kind of did really well. Right. <laughs> You know, and, and, and the piece about Mom and Me, it was just so, um, once again, that that's a work just like what I did with Sovereign Suite not too long ago here, where it was one of those works that was outside of me, where I still look at that and I go, I don't understand how I did that. I know I did, but I don't get it. I don't get where I went for that, you know, because I went somewhere else. I went to the ethos, some other time, space, continuum to bring those messaging back, you know. <laughs> but I think, um, you know... It, I love it. I, I really love doing this merging of soul and R&B and hip hop and gospel with big uh, orchestras just for the simple fact that it's it's big band to me. It doesn't matter what the the instrumentation is. It's all big band. It's, right. it's just a huge 
thing where I can just be like, yeah, I, I can have all these contrasting parts and all these different things. Like I would build voices or like I would do my voicing on my albums and stuff. And so it's just like arranging all the voices. And I'm just like, yeah, more and more and more, more and more and more. I want to do this on a grand scale. I feel like I should be playing Kennedy Center. I should be playing, you know, Carnegie Hall. I should be playing, especially with the messaging that I'm sending. Um, it's it's about black liberation and personal freedom and all of the things that people can identify with at this time in, in our world. Yeah. Well, I'm not an economist. My dad is. If I was charting your path, I wouldn't put Kennedy Center far, far from a possibility <laughs> given the trajectory you've been on. And again, uh, your music has been courageous in spaces where often there's music that, in my opinion, is not courageous. Certainly not mm -hmm, courageous about exactly. something like Black Liberation. Oof. So thank you for bringing that into those rooms. Mm -hmm. But honestly, Paviel, you give me the choice between Paviel with the London Symphony Orchestra and Paviel with the band I've seen her play with for the last 15 years. It's no question. I'm going with your band. <laughs> you are right. You are loyal to your band in, Ooh, yeah. in, in a really beautiful way. Uh, and those gentlemen are going to be taking the stage with you at the Parkway Theater on Sunday for this show, celebrating the documentary about Sovereign. Uh, so before we get into this tune, Warrior, which I also love off the record, can you just can you shout out the band a little bit? Yes, I would love to shout out my band. So Jamestown on, Towns on Bass, Ted Gottbaugh on keys, Nick Dodd on drums, Tyus Iola on vocals, Ahanti Young on vocals and djembe, and Charlie Bruber on guitar. I love oh, you got a guitar player now? Yeah, because, okay. you know, all that stuff on, on Emergency and, you know, all those guitars and stuff. I was like, oh, yeah, there's a big yeah. solo. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I want to start working with stuff. That was my little rock solo, my little first <laughs> rock song. And I was like, yeah, Charlie got this. And he <laughs> held me down. Like, he totally did it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm so happy uh that they were able to share this uh, experience with me and share this opportunity of, um, you know, all the good things happening in my life. I can have them be a part of that and continue to link my friends and other artists that I respect um, all together for different projects of mine, because these are things that I've dreamt of for years. With well, these people. <laughs> and, and and it's manifesting and it's manifesting because of your commitment and and because of maybe a higher force, because of a force mm -hmm. that says this this story needs to get out, these stories need to get out. Yes. The show is on Sunday over at the Parkway Theater. I've been talking with Paviel, and she's going to be playing there on Sunday. Doors at 6, show at 7, an airing of this documentary about the making of the album Sovereign and also a live performance from Paviel and her truly legendary band. We're going to play the tune Warrior. And uh, if you want to hear more of a conversation between myself and Paviel, check out Jazz A. 88.fm because uh Paviel, I got I got questions for you. I can't fit between traffic. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Here is Warrior on Jazz 88. Paviel, we can relax now. Now we're not on the radio. Now we're hanging out <laughs> in a podcast <laughs> environment. Uh, we're lucky that folks still uh, check out these podcasts, but this is an opportunity for us to go deeper with artists and get more information and connect more about uh, what is happening. Your trajectory, as mentioned before, has been really impressive. But I bet it comes with growing pains. I bet there's times maybe you did. Did you want to bring the band with you for the first thing with SPCO? And they were like, let's let's try something a little different. As you've had to bring yourself into these rooms and go, this is the way it's happening. How have you navigated that? I am still learning on my feet every day. Um, because at first, going into these rooms, going into these places, you know, I have my equity, diversity, and inclusion training. I have my own personal experience. I bring all these things to the room, and I've worked in these places since I was a kid, um, you know, working in these these elitist spaces and mm -hmm. these white-led spaces since I was a kid. So I 
at first thought that it was going to be a thing where I could just walk in and, you know, let people know that this is what's going on and, you know, get people on board to change and, you know, to change their culture and all these other things. Um, but stuff just doesn't necessarily always work like that, uh, you know, <laughs> with, with good intentions and, yeah. and what people plan on doing as far as changing their culture and honoring black artists or honoring artists of color and marginalized artists. Um, what I've learned is that fear um, and these times, uh, pandemic times and all this other stuff comes into play. And sometimes uh, I've noticed folks going to default, sure. you know, their default settings. These organizations are doing a lot of that. And now I've had to change my position and work towards pushing back on what you said you were going to do, mm. <laughs> you know, because now you said you was going to do this. I agreed to do things uh, and, and to be a part of certain things. And, you know, always with organizations, it's like anytime you work with them, that is good for them. That is good for funding. That is good for photo ops and for press and to make it seem that it is diverse and all these things. And so if you are going to do that, then there needs to be something that I feel like I'm not being tokenized or used. I need to feel like there's changes happening and that it's happening with my experiences. And if it doesn't, then it, in my follow-up, there needs to be action points and there needs to be things that we talk about so that these things don't happen to other artists coming in behind me because you won't use me. Right. <laughs> you know? So to, you, yeah, yeah. To, to make these other artists feel like it's a comfortable setting or make it seem like I had certain experiences and that's not the truth, you know? And I've had to like do a 180 and be like, okay, well, I can't, I, I have to use my candor now as love. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, it seems to me that some of this um, has to do with the difference between diversity and equity. Mm -hmm. There's a thing of just going, oh, we got Pavi Ellen mm -hmm. and, and we treated her like garbage and, yeah. and we got the photo op as yeah. opposed to going, she walked out with something valuable for what she needs to do for her world. And we walked out with something valuable for what we need to do with our world. And maybe this white led organization got changed. This white led yeah. organization or has built changed authentic relationships. Sure. You know, yeah. where I feel like, yes, I can keep coming back and I can bring more of my friends and artists that I respect in here because I know that you will be treated with that, you know, that kind of, uh, normal decency and respect, <laughs> yeah. which, which is far from normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, one thing I hear throughout this record, Paviel, Sovereign, uh, the record mm -hmm. we're talking about, um, it, it has a bad connotation, but I don't mean a bad impatience, it, it, a sense of going, oh, cool. We're not going to move towards black liberation on the schedule that you set. Absolutely. We're not going to move towards black liberation on what works for your fiscal planning. Right. But we're going to actually and, – and also, let's take it even less fancy, the rights that have still – black people have been deprived of, there's no more asking for it. Yeah. There's a taking of it. Absolutely. And I, I heard – this is – I think I've, I listened to the whole record when it came out and I gave it a whole spin today. This is one of those records where I get the feeling like you want to make sure that you aren't pigeonholed into being the good black person mm -hmm. who's who who who's comfortable in these roles. And I just I'm just gonna break the fourth wall. I do want to talk about music too. I realize I go, oh, we're going to the podcast. Okay, <laughs> time, for black, time for black liberation. Yes, yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but what I want to ask about is, uh, did you feel a fear 
saying some of these things if you had been sort of enshrined as, oh, Paviel is somebody who we can work with. Paviel is, is somebody who gets the game, and now a record comes out with some more impatience, some more vitriol on it. Mm-hmm. Were, you, were you nervous about that? I was not nervous, but more so honest about what I had intended, what I intended to do. So I, I knew off top that this is dangerous work. Mm. And I was ready for that because there's no way that I could not let this out. Like I wrote Garveyite first. That was the first thing I ever did. Um, and I wrote it because Brianna Taylor had uh, the, the court case. They, you know, didn't prosecute the shooters, the murderers. And I was literally on Facebook watching the <sighs> protest ensue and was writing uh, in reaction to all the vitriol and all of the things that were being said about black people on the live feed. I, I literally always tell people I used America as the muse for this project. And so it was just holding a, a huge mirror. Um, and, and and it was just like, I have to say this. Like, there was no way that I could not do it. Like, nothing in my body was like, I don't care. I know that, you know, this might cancel you this might get some work removed but it is what it is i have to put this out and so you know i reached out to folks that i work with you know um like you know higher up folks and stuff that usually work with me or sponsor me or you know help fiscally you know work on some projects with me and stuff like that i reached out to them and was like listen i'm getting ready to do this i'm not asking your permission <laughs> i am not. just letting yeah, you that's know that's right i'm just letting you know <laughs> yeah. and you can stay or you can go it's sure. it's your decision and i won't hold anything against you because i know that this is offensive to a lot of people but you know this is also my truth um and it, i i would be remiss if i didn't stand on my truth no matter what it meant yeah you know and this would be a weird couple of years to bite your tongue. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, how could you play like ain't nothing going on? Yeah. Like, how could I just release an album with dance tunes and yeah. be like, everybody party? Like, that is not cool. I think that is so, it, it's one thing to lift people's spirit, which is why there's a couple of dance tracks and nice stuff. Like, there's a house track on there called Self Care, where it's it's got a message, but it's a nice beat to dance right. to. Like, you know, as an old dancer dancer choreographer that's a dancer beat yeah, yeah. you know and and there's things on there to get you moving but there's also a message with it because i'm tired of numbing i'm tired of using vices and partying and all these other things that america pushes on us to numb our pain yeah because i want to be awake i want to be and not even woke in the sense of like how people are using it but like awake in 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 conscious and fully present in the world and seeing everything responding to everything as an artist like nina said um, and, you know, following in that vein of like what, you know, Kendrick did, yeah. <laughs> you know, recently yeah. in, in that vein of the Dave Chappelle's and all the other people that I highly respect that are about their truth and they stand on their truth, whether I agree with it or not. Right. That's that's very fair. And it's it comes through. There's a lot of records where I think people can aim for that and come up short. And Ooh. Sovereign is not one of those releases. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Also, you got a drum machine. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have a machine MK3. <laughs> well, a lot of people have a record that sounds like it was made in a bedroom. Your record sounds like it was started in a bedroom, and then you brought the entire community <laughs> yes. in to finish it out. Uh, but tell me a little bit about, because I really never have heard a significant drum machine presence in your work until this album. Yeah, um, I got the machine uh, when I got the um, the McKnight grant. 
just to push myself further. I always like to make beats. And gotcha. that's a thing I've been doing since I was a kid. I, I really am a chop sample, RZA, Dilla, Primo kid. Mm-hmm. Um, very into that uh, havoc, you know, that style. And so I was like, I need to push it past the limit. And, you know, I looked at MPs for years, MPCs. Mm-hmm. I looked at those for years. And saw and the $2,500 ticket. Yeah, I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> to do all that that's a lot of functioning that that's well, not intuitive yeah you know so um my brother was like hey have you seen these machines and i was like okay these are really cool yeah, for me cool. it was just a rainbow I, yeah. I liked the fact that it was a rainbow so i bought it <laughs> <sighs> and so i was like "Ooh, you know day one um came up with the beat i think for like code switch and that's yeah. when i knew that my style of beat making and putting beats together had even changed and evolved from my old days of garage band and just creating the beat on the keyboard and putting the sample over that. Cause that, you know, that's how I started. But now it's like, Oh my gosh, I can do these beats and I have access to these tracks and these sounds that the kids are using. <laughs> you know, I got trap beats. <laughs> we have never sounded so old, Pavia. <laughs> I possess trap beats. I am trappy. I have a trap kit called Steely Trap. (laughs) You know, but just playing around and just like finding stuff, um, it gave me something really to do in 2020 once everything had shut down. And, you know, I was just in a world of turmoil in my personal life. And it was like, I can throw myself into this music every day um, and kind of just wake up from that. And so I had those beats um, and I just kept making them, kept making them. And then I was like, what are you going to do with all these beats? And then they, you know, once I start listening to them over and over, they start writing themselves because that's how it always works for me. Whatever melody or whatever something, I'll start hearing a hook or a line. And then I was just like, okay, so you have to do it, you know, and and that's how I came to be. But I had, I had so much fun, um, writing those beats and like showing them to my brother and showing them to Tayo uh, and being like, man, this is cold. Like what I'm coming up with, I don't know what's going to happen with this, but this stuff is crazy. And then the idea to have the band come in and play around it. um, I needed some more fullness and some more fatness and warmth. And I was like, yeah, we can just have them come in and play along the lines and, fill in and do stuff there because I just didn't want them all electronic. Yeah. I wanted to, and I wanted the band to have something to do with it too, you know, and to be able to have them come in and, you know, just what, even like some soloing and some, you know, things that I was like, oh, take a thing here or just being able to work and be like, oh, I want to hear this here and can you give me a little more here and give me something there. And I mean, that that was the coolest thing about it was just, like build because because it, it was another layer of building the music. It was a whole another layer of um, because we didn't sit down and like necessarily practice. We were practicing for the show, but we didn't like practice what we were gonna do going in. Um, mm-hmm. I just gave them the music, and then we could sit down together and and put it all together. But it was just a whole another layer of building the beat in studio in real time with these guys, and it was just it was amazing. Well, the 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 results are amazing as well. The release is Sovereign. It's been out for just under a year, and you're celebrating with a big show on Sunday, uh, airing a documentary about the making of the album, as well as playing mm-hmm. with your incredible band. It's happening at the Parkway Theater Sunday, August 7th. Very, very cool stuff. And uh, Pavio, I, I, I covered all the things I had planned to cover. Do um, you got anything you want to add? I'm um, sure. Yeah, uh, do it. Well, uh, I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think, um, you know, I just want to invite the Twin Cities and invite the people that support me um, out to this show to come celebrate almost 10 years of making music together with this band um, and all the love that we've shared throughout the years um, from Ice House to everywhere. Um, And also just to support, you know, something that I'm doing that is good for us and real for us and just my evolution that wouldn't be possible without you all supporting the work and and sending me the love that you've seen. So I really in, wish that you would come out and enjoy and celebrate with us. And, uh, you know, I'll have some merch there and have awesome good, you know, good kind of things that, you know, there's like, we might be making a drink or something okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> with my name on it. Might or, be ordering or, a Paviel. Or might be doing a little sovereign treat or okay. something. I'm trying, I'm trying to see what, you know, if we're trying to step it up and get fancy. Shout out to there Shelly Miller. <laughs> For for helping me think about more fancy ways, it's that's a good thing. Is that now you know I'm I'm like understanding, you know, folks helping me and you know trying to see me to the next level. So that's what this is about, and that's what this whole entire documentary is about. Is is about my future, my trajectory, and the love that I have for us that I intend to share with the world. Well, we love that you share it with us. We love that you stopped by Jazz 88 and love that you're sharing at the Parkway Theater on Sunday, August 7th. That is this Sunday. Paviel, thank you for visiting the studio and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Oh, you too. Thank you so much, Sean.